0: Buckle up your pant legs, zip up your hats, and buckle up your hats? What? It's time for Sounds About Light, a podcast about Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm Sam. I'm Drew. I didn't look at uh, Kingdom Hearts fanon wiki at all this week, because I was just reeling from the revelation that Donald Duck's hat is also a belt in this game. Was it
1: not in previous incarnations? It was, I just, I never noticed it before. Yeah, the zippers just kind of drive your, uh, draw your eyes away.
0: All these years that I never noticed that where his hat meets his head, it is a belt. Yeah, I didn't notice that either till
1: you mentioned it. So
0: he looks stylish as hell. I also never really appreciated. I mean, there's so much. Let's roast this duck for sure. Mm. He's got like Sonic the Hedgehog ring bracelets. Yeah, he's wearing like a little like a mantle.
1: Well, he's a magician. I assume those are objects of power. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. These increases int by at least six points apiece. Yeah, it's. I, Do you think because he's got these little these little pouches also on the front and the sides of his smock? Mm-hmm. Do you think that those contain reagents and crystals?
1: Yes, possibly. Yeah, some sort of uh, um, catalysts as well. Um, yeah, I wish Donald looked like. A normal RPG character by the end of the game, where you've got like all these mismatched items, but it's just it's, it's your <laughs> ideal build. Um, those pouches are where he wants me to put potions and
0: ethers, but I refuse. <laughs> I will never do that.
1: <laughs> those are for me, Donald.
0: <laughs> no, they're for,
1: they're for my inventory, right? Those are for my collection. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I did realize I'm, always, I'm surprised you're always able to recognize Donald because he is wearing a hat. Well, as long as he always wears the hat. If the hat
0: ever comes off, I lose track of What movies. if
1: he changes the hat? Is that a problem? No. Okay.
0: Well, okay. For anyone who doesn't know, this is alluding to a well-established piece of lore about me, which is that uh, when I was watching... I think it was the Snyder Cut. No. I think it was Batman v. Superman from Zero to Zero. For Zero to Zero, rather. Mm-hmm. Not from. <laughs> the movie was not made for us. Oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but... There was a scene where Superman was wearing a hat and I didn't know that it was him because it turns out that the glasses thing would totally work on me but Donald Duck is different he's the only duck in kingdom hearts if there was another duck when daisy's around I do have to refer to their headwear okay that part is true
1: okay I just I just want to establish how this works so <laughs>
0: my brain how it doesn't
1: work yeah yeah so I can help you out if you ever if we ever get into a confusing territory <laughs> okay good
0: well, you know, I've I've gone through most of these games at least like three three to six times a piece, so it, I think I think I'm okay. But we never, you never know. There might be a time where we're talking about a scene, and I I'm like, yeah. And then Daisy's in this one. Who's, that was weird. Who's and you like, no, no, no. She was she was wearing Donald's hat. Who's this fucking duck? This Sora. <laughs> what happened to Donald? Uh, Donald? Where would he go? Where would he go? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a ductopus? what happened to donald (laughs) uh this time we watched port royal Mm -hmm. part two and others the fuck did we watch port royal (laughs) halloween town we skipped agrabah we did that last time halloween town and pride lands pride lands yes what did you think of them
1: well uh, you know, they are at least not just the movies you've seen before, so that's a positive. Um, yeah. but I think the only one that really did anything kind of interesting was Halloween Town, and it wasn't that interesting either. You think so? I I thought the Pride Lands one was kind of well, all right. Pride Lands one is confusing mostly. I would say, <laughs> uh, uh, true. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I think I just think we can agree that fucking Port Royal sucks. <laughs> Yeah, at least
0: it was the only one that had an organization member in it. We got to see Luxord. That's true. I forgot Luxord's name, so he's just Dice Guy in my uh, in my notes. But thank you. Yeah, Luxord. I don't remember how much we've talked about him on the podcast up to this point. If anyone's listening and saying uh, it's pronounced Luxord, shut up. No, it's not. I hate it. I refuse.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's that's dumb. It's Luxord. That's terrible. <laughs> or it's Di- Luxord
0: or Dice Man or Dice Guy. That's fine. The, the Dice Man
1: cometh for sure in this part of Kingdom Hearts Two. <laughs> Yeah, what if Andrew Dice Clay was in the organization? That'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I think the only thing that could make that man look cooler would be an organization coat. Oh, hell yeah. Smoking a cigar- cigarette over his head in his coat. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we go to
0: Port Royal. Oh, the first thing we see in Port Royal is Luxord, who's still wearing his hood, He goes to the cave with the cursed treasure. I'm assuming that this is him trying to replenish his stash after he gave it all to the merchant in Agrabah. Right. I'll be honest. I mean, you said that this was mostly confusing. I don't really know what he was doing here. He said, doesn't he say at some point he's like, I was trying
1: to see if the gold would be of use to the organization or something like that. Yeah, he was gathering all the medallions, apparently. For but a, a very elaborate bait and switch? Question mark. For no clear reason, and then he ultimately just leaves without it. I don't really know what h- he accomplished here. Well, he has it later. Did he? Wait, wait when later? When? Like when he parl- parlays and stuff. Oh, I literally mean
0: in this entire thing. Oh, what was he trying to do at all? Yeah. What was his goal at all? Oh, yeah. I can't answer that. Uh, appear in game. Yeah, that he he achieved. Get screen time accomplished. Yeah, yeah he did that. Uh, we go to uh, Jack. He's being attacked by pirates. Uh, Sora happens to, like, walk by, and he says, Help me out, Zola. He couldn't even be bothered to learn his name. Yeah, what a cool guy. So that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I what a cool guy. A, a man really worthy of, like, a closing monologue about how epic he is. <laughs> so stupid uh sora's wondering though hey why are why are all the pirates turning into skeletons again what did you do jack and he says nothing i don't know why he comes out as my uh <laughs> my ringo star peace and love voice it's la- like that's from that's my jack Sparrow impression
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i mean he yeah i mean cuz he's technically doing like a keith richards apparently uh so that's a de- yeah. very different Different group of well, that's that's my impression of Kingdom
0: Hearts 2 Jack Sparrow. I should clarify, fair enough.
1: Yeah, this guy is not really doing a very good Jack Sparrow, yeah. Seven, uh, seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he says it so many times in this part. Mm-hmm. He said it in the movie, so they, they've got a checklist of words that he says. Uh, Elizabeth and Will are here. Nope, that's not right. Elizabeth is here, and she says, Help. Will is not here. He went to check on the treasure, but he hasn't returned. And Jack says, I, I don't want to help, but I will. They go to the Black Pearl, and they, they're sailing around, and they see the Interceptor, the other boat from the movie. But Will is there, and he's unconscious on the deck. Oh, no. Um, I like how... I know this is just one of those, like, console limitations things, but I do love how all of these ships are crewed by... A maximum of, like, three people <laughs> at a
1: time. Yeah, the Black Pearl... Sometimes one. The Black Pearl at least, like, flies around magically, but the other boats, I don't really get how this works. <laughs> so, uh, they they bring Will on
0: board, and they wake him up, and it really looks like he dies in this scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, he... <laughs> Apparently he's just passing out again, but it does look like death, but then nobody reacts to it, really. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's like... Damn, they're really not concerned that it
0: looked like he just died. I mean, Goofy is watching with a big smile on his face.
1: He loves it. He was hoping Will would die so he could become the pirate. God, he
0: would love to be a pirate. He's, you know, I've always said that Goofy is just like Will Turner.
1: Yeah, it's just like how Sora's just like Jack Sparrow.
0: (laughs) I mean, Goofy's already a captain. Why not be a pirate captain? Yeah. Yeah. He did Probably look like he was having a lot of fun on the deck uh, before they found the boat. So, yeah, it's I I've I think I've said before on the podcast that I'm not a huge fan of of uh, Port Royal and Kingdom Hearts three, mm-hmm. but the characters are having a lot more fun in that one than they are here. Where in in this they're just kind of like they're just kind of f- tagging along. But then anytime they express an opinion about anything, they're like, I love being a pirate.
1: It's kind of what the movies are like. It's like, uh 'cause cause you do anything bad. You just go, I'm a pirate. And you go, Oh, that's scamp. I'm a pirate and I love being one. And it's the best. It's good to you be. Remember one. when Donald got
0: really worked up about like the etiquette of piracy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, goofy watches will die. And he, he says, that's cool. Uh, and they they go back to port for, I think, literally no reason. I also don't know why Will was even going to check on the treasure, just making sure it's all there, I guess.
1: Yeah, he d- he does that once a week. He goes to look at it and goes, still <laughs> there and goes home.
0: Skipping ahead to the end, this ends with them just, like, closing up the chest and throwing it into the ocean. I don't know why they
1: haven't already done that if they're so concerned that someone's going to take more of it. I don't really get why we would, I don't know why you would give it a shit if someone did take it again. Like, let people be zombie pirates. Who cares? I guess. I guess it's that the idea of an unkillable pirate is not super great. I suppose so, but they don't want to be unkillable pirates usually. Yeah, but how long does it take for them to decide that? Yeah, fair.
0: Yeah. How many people did Barbosa kill before he realized that he? I mean, he did like it, but he also wanted to. <laughs> retire i guess it's true yeah they go back to port and luxor is just oh no wait no they don't i'm sorry they he decides to go back to port and then he like walks out of the cabin and luxor is just standing there on the deck with the chest that's right yep hello and he takes off his uh it turns out my Luxord voice is also my ringo star peace and love voice he summons up a big heartless, and he says some shit about the avarice of man. I'll be honest, I wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wrote down, Card Guy and Jack Sparrow are both a little over the top.
0: <laughs> the darkness of men's hearts, drawn to these cursed medallions. And this heartless, a veritable maelstrom of avarice. I wonder, are they worthy to serve Organization Thirteen? What will win, the avarice of man or a heartless? Uh-huh. Okay, I would like to parley. <laughs> the writers are just like, God, we have to do more Port Royal stuff. Port Royal was supposed to be when I get to go home early because we're just we're just copying cutscene or copying scenes from the movie. Yeah, we
1: all left the office and we just like had the <laughs> we just encoded it into K- Kingdom Hearts Two graphics. <laughs>
0: They're just playing like a really a really crunchy screen grab, <laughs> screen capture of the movie, ah, a cam rip from the theater,
1: and then later, they, later they just superimpose sorrow over it. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a sticker that they put
0: on the screen that they were filming. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, they fight, and then he he calls for a parlay. If you haven't seen the movie or been a pirate. It means that you want to negotiate and the ancient pirate code means that you can't attack someone until the negotiation is it's very, it's very important that you parlay because it happens in the movie.
1: Pirates and are honorable he... except for when
0: they're not right. And he, uh, he surrenders the chest. He says, here you can take it, but I'm going to take some of the medallions first. And he throws them in the air. Uh, I think it's four of them mm-hmm. and, uh, some of his nobodies catch them and fly away. And then he he brings the Heartless back. I don't know if this was clear to you, what was going on here. The Heartless has become cursed by the medallions. I see. How does that make sense? So they're undead Heartless now. Yes. When When we get to the boss fight against this Heartless later, the gimmick is that you have to, like, keep gathering up the medallions and throwing them back into the chest to weaken the heartless to its normal form. Oh, so you can actually kill it. Which is kind of cool. That is interesting, yeah. It's a fun idea. More fun than the fucking pirates that you have to push
1: into the moonlight before you can damage them at all. I I know I'm not entirely comfortable with the voodoo-designed heartless, but, uh, yeah, that that sounds like an interesting fight, at least. Yeah. Uh... So, it, like, knocks them
0: onto the interceptor, and then he fires the cannons at the interceptor and blows them up and sails away on the Black Pearl. That was pretty cool. (laughs) I think that Will and Elizabeth are still on the Black Pearl. I think that later they're just like, yeah, he sailed away and then left, and then we (laughs) sailed back. We were just
1: like, hey, uh, what are you, um, where are you going? Can we have our boat back? Uh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, No, we'll- We'll talk about it later. Okay, but this
0: just goes to show how evil the organization are because he violated the parlay that he called, which is really fucked up. Yeah, it's like he's not even a pirate. These are some villainous villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they they're fine. They the boat was destroyed, but they're okay. Uh, Jack is a skeleton now. They guess that the heartless must have put the curse back on him somehow. Uh, Don- <laughs> Donald. Uh, says that the reason that they didn't get cursed is because they aren't greedy like Jack. And Sora gives him an are-you-fucking-kidding-me-Donald look, which I did enjoy.
1: A very, very long and slow side-eye, which was great. <laughs> uh, but Goofy,
0: uh, ever the genius, has a theory of his own, which is that they are not bound to the laws of this world, which is probably why it is. Yeah, that makes more sense. Makes sense and uh oh this i like this little moment here there's a few sora moments in this part that i liked uh because sora is he he's like he's thinking about the fact that they don't follow the laws of this world and he he just kind of thinks about how he's like oh man it seems like we're we're just all we ever do is pass through places and then leave and he gets really homesick and i thought that was sad yeah
1: but then he doesn't he go like just kidding yeah, he, he's like, ha ha, you thought I was sad? <laughs> Get real. <laughs> yeah, it did feel very uh, macho, and just be in touch with your feelings, Sora, it's okay. I've always said that
0: Sora is a very macho guy.
1: I mean, kinda, he, he does have, Sora has some toxic traits, that's all I'm saying, you know, he does murder a lot of people when he's angry. <laughs> he is a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, he's not, he has trouble expressing himself, and he does murder. These are both toxic traits. <laughs> uh,
0: so they they are like trying to hunt down the medallions that uh, Luxords nobody stole. Uh, they get one, and then Elizabeth and Will sail up on the Black Pearl, and <laughs> Elizabeth says "Ahoy, mateys!" in an even worse pirate impression than Jack. Yeah, I don't remember how it sounded, but I'll I'll definitely clip it and put it in here. Ahoy, mateys! Ridiculous imitation, and yet. Flattered, Holly holy mateys. Now you're just doing a Doctor Who voice. Yeah, this is who I am now. <laughs> uh Will says that. Oh yeah, this is where he's like that weird man in the black coat. He he sailed away from the explosion, and then he just left through a portal and said bye, and then he just left. Yep.
1: Yeah. I I wish we had more straightforward confrontations with the organization well you're
0: gonna like the next couple weeks of this podcast then oh good okay yeah this is again these two weeks are the fun tax right and then next week and the week after we get to have a good time
1: yeah video games used to be like that i think
0: (laughs) yeah it would be like man i'm having such a great time cool here's a mandatory mini game that
1: sucks (laughs) Yeah, I guess like specifically like Square Enix games love to do that at this time period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Uh
0: what what happened? Uh okay. So the this part of the game, they're like sailing around hunting down the nobodies. Uh it kind of sucks. They get all the medallions back eventually, and Sora says, "Well, Luxord is with the organization. The organization likes to take people's hearts. Where are their hearts?" People, so let's go to Port Royal. Makes sense. Pretty good deduction by Sora. This will never happen again. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they go, they go, and they find the chest and the Heartless. They put all the medallions, uh, but Jack doesn't. Jack doesn't go back to normal. And Goofy says the
1: Heartless must have cursed him. It had ab- absolutely nothing to do with the gold the whole time. Okay. Yeah, this was a very strange. Bait and switch. Is it even a bait and switch? I mean, you said the Heartless got cursed. So is it like they have, is that what it is? That the Heartless contains the curse too now? I'll be honest. I don't know why Jack got
0: cursed at all. I think they just wanted him to be a skeleton again for this part of the game. Because they were like, well, if you're not fighting the skeleton pirates, like we worked so hard on the, the moonlight thing. Because because they do do that in combat. Like if Jack goes in and out of the moonlight,
1: he switches back and forth. Does Jack get like stabbed a bunch or something? They just wanted like the you know. It's like in JoJo, how, like, once people have healing stands, you get to just, like, dismember people, (laughs) you know? And so, like, maybe... You get to part four, and it's like, there's gonna be a lot of fingers removed in this part, because we can put them back on now. Right, so, yeah, it was... Yeah, (laughs) in Kingdom Hearts 2, does Jack Sparrow get cut in half a bunch of times that I didn't get to see?
0: (laughs) No, but there is a scene where he plays his ribcage like a xylophone. Oh, man, I wish... Well, there is, it's just, it's in, it's in gameplay. Really?
1: No. Oh. Oh, man. Damn it. I got excited.
0: Fuck. Uh, they have a boss fight. I like that before the fight, I don't know, I can't remember if this was in, like, a combat cutscene, or, or if it would have been in the cutscenes that you watched, but I... I love that when the Heartless reappears and they've got all the chests they've got the chest is full of the medallions again. The first thing that the Heartless does is it just like smacks a bunch of them back out of it. I did see that. That was very funny. It's just an asshole. <laughs> Clean this up, idiots. What a dick. Yeah. They win. Jack becomes normal again. As normal as he could ever be. Wow. Wow that's the speech that they make at the end uh and Luxord just like grabs the big heart that the heartless released when sora killed it and he's just like okay bye is that maybe that's all he wanted yeah it could be yeah there's a cool big heartless in port royal how can i trick sora into killing it so we get the heart i don't know
1: yeah who did he turn into this heartless that was a weird curse heartless that's a good question it's interesting (laughs) barbosa (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, Barbosa's in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's interesting because he's in the movies. It's interesting that um they talked about the dragon in in Land of Dragons becoming a heartless. They don't really do that very much. I kinda wish that they did.
1: Yeah, I because it is it's something interesting to think about because it's you only get a cool heartless like that if somebody has a really strong heart, and it'd be nice to know who that was. Yeah, there's there's not really very many
0: moments where you see or, or even just hear about a character becoming a heartless or becoming a nobody, but the heartless is, like, around. I mean, this is why I was talking about uh, a few weeks ago, that thing with, like, oh, the fire and ice heartless might have been <laughs> Axel and uh, uh, Vexen's heartless. Right. And it's, like, probably not, but it is interesting to think about where those heartless went.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something Nomura doesn't really deal with very often, surprisingly, for...
0: Yeah, you know what, thinking about it now, I remember at the time, I mentioned, like, that there was a big focus on the hearts leaving, and I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe that could be, because those are, they're heartless, but I think, I think there actually has just been a big focus on the hearts, uh, in, in this game. I just never picked up on it until, um after Sora learned what the organization was doing with the hearts
1: right it's supposed to be like oh shit there's
0: been a lot of hearts going to that big kingdom heart either that or all of the bosses are organization members heartlesses hmm that wouldn't make any sense but it would be kind of cool sure yeah uh so Sora is wondering on that on that note how how can we hope to beat the organization when every heartless boss that we beat Gives them a big bunch of hearts for their for their evil schemes, and Will and Elizabeth kind of like gather around and are like, "Can we help?" And that's just sort of the end of that. <laughs> I guess the answer off screen was, "No, nah, not really." No, no. I mean, nice can- of you to ask, but I don't know how you thought that you could possibly contribute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't done anything really ever. <laughs>
0: they really don't. Secret answer report six. Oh. "'My choice to befriend darkness here in the midst of nothingness rather was a sound one. "'The moment I stared straight ahead with a calm heart, neither rejecting darkness nor fearing it, "'I gained a newfound power, a superhuman power, the power of darkness. "'It is likely Xehanort and the others were enraptured by this power, eventually becoming its prisoners. "'I do not intend to allow my heart to be devoured by the darkness as they did, of course.' With this new power, I uncovered a Corridor of Darkness that connects the Realm of Nothingness to the outside world. While it is still difficult to come and go as I please, my banishment is now a thing of the past. To deceive Xehanort and my apprentices, I first used my power to change form before returning to the Realm of Light. As I had suspected, Xehanort had become a Heartless. Under my name, he commanded other Heartless in quests to snatch away the hearts of many different worlds. At the center of the heart Xehanort has stolen was Kingdom Hearts which attracts tremendous darkness itself and attempts to send any and all matter back into its depths. The other five have disappeared. Have they become heartless like Xehanort? Or did they vanish after Xehanort exploited them? I became familiar with an unusual entity while pursuing the truth. It is the soul and body that remain when a being loses its heart. When a heartless is born, these entities disappear from the Realm of Light to be reborn as entirely new beings in a completely different realm, that's where that one ends. Kind of a weird ending to that
1: report, yeah, describing a nobody again. Yeah, I don't <laughs> He just can't get over these damn things. this report uh, This report feels very um, that arrested development meme of like, open relationships don't work for other people, but they could work <laughs> for us with him talking about the power of darkness, not, oh, I'm certainly not being overcome by the power of darkness. Not me.
0: Well, I suppose I might as well obtain the power of darkness because then, you know, we'll have it if we need it. Right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we know that we know that Ansem can open corridors of darkness now. This is kind of interesting because we we learned a few reports ago that when his uh, apprentices mutinied, they like banished him into the realm of darkness. I I think it is kind of interesting the idea that he was banished and he was just like. You know what? I'm gonna make peace with this situation, and they were like, "Cool, now you can teleport." <laughs> now that you've accepted what you cannot change, you can teleport.
1: Oh shit! Is that what like I'm supposed to be doing with like the like the call map or whatever? I gotta. I've been doing it wrong. The what? You know, like a meditation oh, app. Oh, the call map. Yeah. I thought you said call map, and I had no idea. You know what the call map. It.
0: I'm not familiar. I didn't know that you were a telemarketer. Yeah, no, no.
1: I'm a the coal map. I'm a coal miner now. Oh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We we know that uh, he he has changed his form in some way. He turned mm-hmm. into Mickey Mouse. Um. It's covered in belts. No. <laughs> probably. Probably.
1: We learn anything else here? Uh, Doesn't know what happened. Man, to when Liz. he
0: said he became familiar with an unusual entity, I really was hoping that it was going to be Mickey
1: Mouse. Me too. But I guess he already knows Mickey. But. Yeah, but now he's familiar with him.
0: Yeah, I guess this was when he learned about nobodies for the first time. I don't know what that really does for us, Mm -hmm. but we know that he can teleport and that he can transform now.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's good. Uh, Jack throws the chest into the ocean and Elizabeth gets mad when she realizes that the only reason that he went to Port Royal to protect people was because
1: if they all died, then there would be nobody left to steal from. I mean, it's shitty and bad, and I don't know why you hang out with this guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this fucking line here. Oh god, this is so bad when source like and we thought you'd turned over a new
1: leaf and Jack goes, "The question is, what's beyond the leaf, Savvy?" I wrote that down and I've been staring at, at my notes cuz I couldn't remember what the fuck that was about. <laughs>
0: well, I assumed that that what he was saying was like look for the motives behind my actions.
1: Yes, I think that's right. But what
0: he was really saying was Jack gets a treat. Is that what he said? Jack, Jack? gets a reward? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he says that and then he's like, here's what I here's what I want. And Sora's like, okay, what is it? And he says, I want your keyblade. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't really remember what Sora has done with his keyblade in this world that Jack would have seen. I don't know if he knows that it can open any lock. I I can imagine that he would be pretty psyched about that as a thief. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that that's how Sora does magic. And maybe it is. I don't know that we've ever
1: really (laughs) learned how Sora learned how to shoot fireballs. I'm trying to remember, like, in in Pirates, didn't he, like, actually kind of want to die so he could go to the afterlife and bring something back? Like, does he think the Keyblade's going to help him, like open stuff up and travel, that, escape things and stuff like that I think that's the plot of At World's End, which I haven't seen. Yeah, which I guess they would I think, they, I think that is a thing, though. They wouldn't know about that yet, though, I think, even at this yeah. point in this development so, yeah, I but don't
0: know. But he does, he does demand Sora's Keyblade as a reward and Sora, well, he, he gives a little epic smirk and he's like fine, here you go, and Jack goes, wow, that was easy, and then Sora
1: summons it back, ha <laughs> ha and then Jack's like, haha, that is funny. Guess what? I'm going to get a crew and fucking murder you for it. That is such a
0: wild ending to this story. But yeah. that is exactly what happens. He says, someday I vow that I will put together a crew and I will come and kill you for your keyblade. And then Elizabeth says, I'll help. Yes, yes. He is like, and I, he, he says something like, and if you two come with me on that crew, that's reward enough for me. And uh, and Wills like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. And Elizabeth's like, I do. Yeah, I'd love to murder a child. I have been just
1: waiting. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> How soon could we kill Sora? And Sora says nothing, and then they all have they are all, they're all friends, and they say Sora's just like Jack Sparrow. Yes, Goofy says like I think he says like well, I think Jack might be well on his way to wielding a keyblade because he's just like Sora. I still, I don't know what they mean by this at
0: all. Well, Jack and Sora then, they both in unison go, are not, and then they all have a good laugh about it together. And I'm like, wait, what? wait, am I really supposed to agree with this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess in some... the only charitable interpretation I have of this is they are both children. <laughs> <laughs> they're both cold-blooded killers. No, it's true. They are cold-blooded killers who are children and both with a heart of gold. Yeah, heart of gold. Yeah, except that Jack Sparrow sucks, which is fine. He's a pirate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm not saying we need to cancel Jack Sparrow for being a pirate.
1: I mean. I, he's, oh, he's plenty canceled already, I assume. Oh, yeah, I, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> But not for
0: being a pirate. No. Uh, and then we get, like, a closing narration from Will, Elizabeth, and Sora talking about how Jack is the most epic man of all time.
1: Yeah, my note says we just jerk off about Jack Sparrow for a while, <laughs> and that's the end.
0: Yeah, I think it's like, people will tell you that Jack Sparrow is the worst pirate on the seven seas, but I believe that he is actually... The best pirate on the seven seas. The end.
1: He's the best fucking terrible asshole in the entire ocean. <laughs> it, you
0: know, it's weird because, like, I loved that movie at the time. I mm-hmm. watched that movie so many times. I haven't gone back to it for obvious reasons. <laughs> but, like, you know, I remember watching that movie and being like, oh, yeah, you know, Jack, he's, he's, a, he's a scummy man, but he's just so likable. And... I don't know whether that that opinion holds up in the movie. He is abs. There is nothing good about him in the game. In this <laughs> this game, I mean,
1: yeah. All he all he will do is not remember your name and then threaten to murder you for your your weapon. So because like
0: all the all the charming Jack Sparrow moments are not here. No, the, those are like funny moments where he's like in the prison cell and. Stuff that, like, interactions with Will and Elizabeth on the boat or whatever. Stuff that he says to fucking Norrington and Barbosa and stuff like that. None of that is in here. No. So we just have this guy being an asshole and being, like, a pirate, but also a pirate who just kind of sucks at being a pirate. Right. And then it ends with them going, and that was the coolest guy I ever
1: did see. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be interesting to, like... Talk to somebody who played this game and is, like, was born after all these movies had come out and see what the fuck they thought about any of this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Port Royal. Yeah. Bad world.
0: One, one of one of the all-time worst in all of Kingdom Hearts, I think. I, I I thought that the second part would be better because I knew that the organization was in it, but
1: it was not great. I think it's technically better than the first time around, but... Oh, no question. But... Only barely. Uh, we go next
0: to Halloween Town. Yay. This, I think this part was pretty all right. Yeah, this is okay. We get to see Sora beat up a bunch of children again, which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Finkelstein is working on a weird robot thing, which will henceforth be referred to as the experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh but he can't get the dang thing working, and he thinks that Lock, Shock, and Barrel must have brought him faulty parts, so he hires Sora as a mercenary to go whoop their asses. <laughs> just kidding, that's not what happens. He gets attacked by the robot, or does he? Yes, but he doesn't know that yet. Right. He, I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of it, but he gets, like, clonked on the back of the head and thinks that someone stole the robot, but the robot did, in fact, just wake up and just clonk him and leave.
1: Yeah, the scene, like, it takes, a, it's a weird scene, cause it takes weirdly long, there's a lot of just, like, long shots of the professor looking mad, and I, I didn't, I don't know why it was like this, but, um... It's also
0: weird, because, I mean, in my notes, I just said, like, the robot wakes up and attacks him. I didn't know until, like, 20 minutes later that we're supposed to think that that's not what happened, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It (laughs) feels like it's pretty obvious that it was the robot, but when when we catch up with him later, he's like, Someone took my robot!
1: And I'm like, wait. Well, it's like a Columbo... You didn't hear the... (laughs) It's like a Columbo thing where we know the mystery and the fun part seeing how they figure it out. (laughs) You know, I've never watched Columbo, but if there was
0: anything that would get me to watch Columbo, it would be Columbo visits Halloween (laughs) Town.
1: Yeah, I hope he fucking puts Jack Skellington away. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well speaking of jack skellington being a criminal and needing to get put away he is trying so hard to be santa again he's learned absolutely nothing mm-hmm. he's wearing his santa suit for no reason and he's we learn that uh a bunch of santa's presents have been stolen from the workshop and jack is bringing them back to Christmas Town. Uh, Sora and friends see him doing this and they're like Jack like, what come, are you
1: doing <laughs> come on my man
0: and he's like no no I know how this looks but I swear I'm not trying to be Santa I'm just wearing the costume and carrying the presents please you gotta
1: believe me and they shouldn't no but they do right actually they don't I I, <laughs> I don't think they I think they just kind of are just keep an eye on him
0: yeah, I actually felt like I was noticing over the course of Halloween Town in this game, it really feels like Jack Skellington is kind of like and I feel like if if this is anyone it should be Jack Sparrow, but it's Jack Skellington instead. He seems to kind of be like the shitbag friend that they don't really respect or trust.
1: Yeah, they just have to be at Halloween Town sometimes. Yeah, they're like,
0: oh, you know, it's Jack, we, we've, like, battled together, and we've gone through so much, and he, he is our friend, but we really do not like or trust that guy one bit. Yeah, he, he's into one thing, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, they they bring all the presents to Santa, and Santa also is like, Jack, why do you have these and you're wearing a Santa costume? And he's like, no reason. <laughs> They are all very exasperated and concerned with Jack, uh, but they hear a noise in the workshop and they go in and they find Lock, Shock, and Barrel ransacking the place. They're looking for something, uh, but they deny having stolen the presents. I actually don't remember. Oh, that's right. They okay. The <laughs> this is this is one of Kingdom Hearts' classic gimmick fights where there's a weird, silly thing that you have to do to win, uh, and they play Rowdy Rumble every single time uh where you have to beat up the kids but once you beat them up enough you have to like lock them in boxes ah you have to like golf swing boxes into them and then they get like stuck in the boxes and they're like
1: and then do you have to get them all like fast enough before like the other ones can't let them out or something
0: I think once they're in, they're in. But if you if you knock them out and you don't put them in a box, they'll get back up. Oh, okay. And Sora is not okay with that. He says, I am going to beat the shit out of this seven-year-old child until he cannot get back up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they they trap them in the boxes and the kids are like, oh, okay, fine. They say that they were here to look for parts for Finkelstein's experiment uh and they say we don't want christmas presents anyway we wouldn't steal them because they're neither scary nor gross good point they these kids know what they're about and you have to respect that
1: yeah i was and this, at this point i was tr- i was coming up with like multiple theories for what's going on i was like at first i thought like maybe jack was sneaking in his like crappy scary presents that he makes <laughs> and I was like that's that's going to be fun I guess when they find those but no it's not that and then I started thinking are heartless stealing presents because then it'll make children's hearts turn to darkness oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and make their heart <laughs> Santa didn't get me anything this year I'm gonna be evil <laughs> and, and then their hearts explode out of their chest yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it wasn't that
0: but I kind of wish it was that I mean, if, if throwing a tantrum is enough for a child to fall to darkness and become a heartless, I think every child is going to become a heartless at some point.
1: There's a lot of heartless. It seems like it might be that easy. I mean, when you put it that way. hmm Confirmed. Uh, crackpot corner, confirmed.
0: Thank you. Uh, so they go back to Santa, and they tell him the kids weren't stealing the presents, so they they don't know who it was now. And then Sally runs in and says, Jack, Jack. There's Heartless attacking Halloween Town, and they have a bunch of Christmas presents. <laughs> and they go back to Halloween Town, and the Heartless are there. To be fair to the Heartless, they're kind of just standing there playing with some unopened presents.
1: They're like, ooh, box. Well, as we've seen, the Heartless in Halloween Town are the least evil. They're just kind of having fun. They just fun. like the vibe. Yeah, the vibe's good here.
0: They just like to hang out and play with their presents. Mm -hmm. I I love that they're not even opening the boxes. They're just, like, looking at the boxes and, like, turning them around in their hands.
1: Yeah. Well, and I guess we learn a thing. Well, actually, no. Wait. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to put a pin in that. Maybe there is a reason they're they're interested in these presents. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know what you're referring to, so I look forward to finding out. Okay. Uh, They fight the Heartless. Yeah. This is a thing... I've only seen this movie once, and I don't really remember it very well. Uh, So I don't know if this is, like, a recurring joke from the movie or something, but I really like... After the fight, Jack is, like, looking at one of the busted-up gift boxes, and he's, like, standing on top of the doll that was inside it, and he's like, Oh, man, this would have been such a nice present. It's a shame that it's all busted up. And Sora is like...
1: Jack, you know that the present is the doll that you're standing on, not the box. I think that it's a joke for a minute in the movie that he thinks the present is just the box. (laughs) He's like, what a nice box. What's this shit? (laughs) Well, this
0: sucks. It's not scary or gross. (laughs) Uh, Finkelstein comes outside and he says, my experiment is gone. Uh, He tells them uh, that something stole the experiment, but it wasn't a Heartless. I don't know what he's basing that on, but he says so. I mean, he's right, but still. Mm -hmm. Um, They make a plan to lure the thief out with presents as bait and scare a confession out of him. And I say they, I mean Jack makes this plan. And the others are all just like, that's a really shitty plan, Jack. But okay, we don't have any better ideas, so fine.
1: Sure, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They really don't like Jack very much. He hasn't given them a lot of reasons recently. No. (laughs) No. I think they liked him a lot in the first
0: game when he wasn't trying to be Santa Claus all the time. And then they got to know him a little better and they're like, this guy is kind of annoying.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, I would. Yeah. He's not fun. Uh, The good news is he
0: will never return to the series. I don't think Um, they they talk to Santa about this plan and they get permission, very reluctant permission from him. Uh, to make some decoy presents in the workshop. Uh, there's a really shitty mini game here where you have to sit in like a like a toy turret and launch toys into empty boxes out of the gun <laughs> while Lock, Shock, and Barrel like try to block them. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Just to make trouble. But the good news is you can knock the children out by shooting them with the gun.
1: Oh, good. I wanted to shoot more children with guns.
0: <laughs> so weird. Uh Jack says he has one one last last little touch that he's gonna take care of, but he doesn't reveal what it is.
1: Uh I don't remember what it is. Uh it's I don't think that they were gonna have the big present to hide in until he made it. Right, right. They hide in a big present.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Jack uh Santa's like oh I can show you a good place to set up your trap and Jack starts to ask him like hey if this goes well uh maybe I could uh pop that suit back on oh no sorry he's wearing the suit for this entire Yeah
1: he, part, he never right. takes it off he's like a he, never takes he he's a kid that wears a Spider-Man costume to school now <laughs> but he starts to ask if this works out can i deliver
0: the presents this year and sora's like jack come on let's fucking go please they just literally grab his mouth and drag him away oh my god i mean you know sora is a huge fan of santa's work he he's he's like jack's embarrassing him god, not again i'm never gonna get back on that the nice list <laughs> santa if i if i convince jack to leave you alone can i please get back on the good list Santa would take that deal. The nice list, sorry.
1: Yeah, Santa would definitely take that deal, though. He he also hates Jack. (laughs) Uh,
0: They hide in the big box. Uh, This was Jack's secret plan. The experiment lumbers over, and it starts hoovering up all the presents. And then they burst out of the box, and they say, What the heck? They fight it, and they beat it. And they wonder why it was stealing all the presents. And Santa says, Jack... Thank you. You can fly my sleigh but not deliver the presents. And he's very excited. Don't get any fucking ideas.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, He looks at the experiment and I don't know where he's getting this from, but he goes all this puppet wanted was a heart. He's, He's Santa. He's magic. He can just tell, maybe. I guess so. God, you know, I would be fine with never seeing this world again. However, the idea that we would have, like, Merlin... Yen Sid, the fairy godmother, Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah, as like the Disney
1: elders, <laughs> the council of magic people. No, it's perfect. And then, like you know, they'll be looking for Kyrie, and Santa will be able to find her because he, you know, he can find all the kids and deliver toys and whatever. That'd be so good, actually. Yeah, I think
0: that I I think that if there's one thing that I think Kingdom Hearts has lost since the first game. That the council of disney villains was such a fun thing. Yeah, that ruled. I I would love it if we had something like that again. I I would be down for maleficent to like gather up more villains if like if we go to like Lilo and Stitch in Kingdom Hearts 4 and Maleficent like gets Captain Gantu or whatever the hell.
1: Yeah, where where the hell's Gaston, you know? Like
0: Yeah, where's Gaston? Yeah. No, I think That'd be, that, that would be fun. I'd like to see another Disney villain council or a Disney Disney wizard council featuring Santa Claus would also be good. I would, I would be down for that.
1: Yeah, because all, all we got, now, all we got now is Wilfson and Pete, and like I don't know, Pete seems he's probably dead or something now. We haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> I look, I'm not going to tell you what the
0: current status of Pete is dead. as of right now in the series, but he is dead in the ditch
1: somewhere, probably. <sighs> That's the Kingdom Hearts like post credits is just <laughs> Pete's corpse in a, in a ditch, simple and clean.
0: <laughs> As you just see Pete covered in flies in a ditch. Oh, no, my sanctuary. <laughs> uh, they catch up with Finkelstein. And they they tell him what happened. And he says, ah, so the experiment was a success. I hate this, Professor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sora asks Sally, why... uh, I think he was actually just thinking out loud and Sally uh, volunteered this information. Because I I can't imagine Sora just, like, talking to Sally. (laughs) I don't know why. It feels like those characters don't know each other. Uh, But Sora is like, why would... Wanting a heart, make it want to steal presents. And Sally says, well, you see, presents are a way to give your heart to someone special. And then Jack, like, parachutes out of the sleigh. <laughs> he just falls out of the sky. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I did like that. Santa
0: makes it snow as a special gift to Jack. And he says, this is my Christmas present to you. And Jack is like... How
1: is this a Christmas present? It's not in a box. (laughs) I'm I'm kinda I'm getting more on board with him that rules.
0: Yeah, I do I do like Jack thinking that Christmas presents are just cool boxes, Mm -hmm. and Sora's like, Jack, you fucking idiot. The box isn't what mat what matters. It's what's inside the box, and Sally says, Sora, you fucking idiot. It's not what's inside the box. It's the act of giving the box and the thing in the box. Yeah, and Jack learns the true meaning of Christmas, which he probably did in the movie. And he, he said he I thought this was cute because he's he's been wearing Sally's Santa costume that she gave him this whole time, and he's like, well, ever since you said that, I this this Santa suit makes me feel all warm and fuzzy, but in a in a new way. And he's like, what can I give you in return, Sally? And she says, Jack, I just want to be with you, which I don't quite understand because he kind of sucks, but that's okay. There's not a lot of he's...
1: eligible bachelors in Halloween Town.
0: <laughs> it's him, the mayor, or like a spider.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. You, you can think about the mayor, I guess. It's all right. Yeah. It's got fun. It's got the two head thing, which is cool. And um, he, he appears to have flesh unlike Jack. So I don't know. It seems okay. <laughs> well jack has a he's got a squishy skull like a baby hmm
0: (laughs) let's move on okay uh and uh i thought this is a very weird like cut because she's like i just want to be with you jack and he's like oh okay and he picks her up and he like leaps away off screen and i was like are they gonna is he like taking her to go fuck but then we cut to him he's just standing like right next to where he was (laughs) standing a moment ago and they're dancing
1: Yeah, and the the Sora, Donald, and Goofy voyeur tour continues. Um, (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, I I actually kind of was like, it's funny because actually literally all these revisits have had a part where they watch people like on a date except for Port Royal because they're just like, yeah, no one really believes the Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley thing. So that's fine. But they, it, you know, they already did it
0: though. They did it in the first part where Sora watches them reunite at the end, and uh, he like gets a little teary eyed, and they're like, "Oh, I know who you're thinking of, Sora." I guess that's it. They didn't want
1: to do it again. Okay, they should have saved it for part two. Yeah, and then we could have a hundred percent track record. Yeah, it's the, it's a, it's, it's Sora's dating advice time. That's what this is all for. <laughs> I think we
0: even have it with uh, Simba and Nala. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Sora watches, uh, Jack and Sally dancing, and he, oh, yeah, he, he thinks, this was kind of weird, because he's like, you know, I've never really, I, I've never really, what does he say? He's like, I've never given Kairi a Christmas present before. I think he's never given her a present before. He says, he says something like, I always get stuck, like, thinking of what to give her. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't quite know what he's saying here. Is he saying, like, he always agonizes over what to give her, and in the end, he just doesn't give her anything?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, they were really little when they used to hang out, so, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm surprised he never, like, he never gave her, like, a
0: shell or something. Yeah, he gave her- Harry, pa- I found these mushrooms in the cave. He did
1: give her a paupu fruit, but that's about it. Uh, No, 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 he didn't. That never actually happened. Hmm? He never gave her the papu fruit. Oh, you're right. I guess not.
0: Yeah, Riku gave him a papu fruit and said, "You can give this to Kyrie," but then he threw it off the bridge, and then they were gonna race for the right to give her a papu fruit, and then it didn't actually happen. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, but Goofy is like, "Oh, I'm I'm sure that anything you give Kyrie would make her happy," and then uh. They they watch uh, Jack and Sally dance, and Sora imagines that it's him and Kairi dancing. And it is a little bit... It's cute, but it's also a little bit awkward because he hasn't seen her in this game. Yeah. So it's Kingdom Hearts 2, like, older teenager Sora dancing with Kairi, who looks like a small child.
1: I know it was... I I mean, I was like, huh. It's interesting they did that because, yeah, I guess he doesn't know what she looks like now. I feel like most most games would have just done current Kyrie, yeah it that's the thing if they did do current
0: Kyrie, there would be angry nerds on the internet being like why does he know what she looks like i think it would have just been better if he imagined himself when they were the same age that would be better yes um or if it's his current self dancing with a girl who looks just like taller 14 year old Kyrie.
1: yeah that'd be fine same as her old outfit but she's older just vertically scaled (laughs) uh oh you were right
0: by the way uh because we we do get a little scene in the gummy ship here where uh chip and dale are like oh we followed those strange readings some more and they seem to be pointing towards this weird scary world that we've never seen before got it and it is the world that never was with kingdom hearts over it you were right makes sense Oh yeah, Uh, And they say, meanwhile, some weird shit is going on because there's two Twilight Towns on the map. And there's a huge energy reading coming from one of them. Oh. You would think that means we go to Twilight Town now. No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Nope, next time.
1: Uh, We're at the Pride Lands. Oh, oh, I did real quick want to go back to what I was saying about the heartless being attracted to the the presence. I guess if we learned that that's like basically gifting your heart to someone... Maybe that's why they're interested because they're always after hearts. Okay, that yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I'll also, buy they're it. just little scamps. So, <laughs> just little scamps. Yeah. In Halloween Town, they are just little scamps. <laughs> Nowhere else.
1: It's it's a very consistent thing with the heartless for some reason. <laughs> there was the one time they ripped up Pooh's book, and that seemed kind of scampish. But yeah, that's
0: that's very scampish. Mm. They almost killed Pooh. <laughs> Uh, we go to the Pride Lands, uh, The they meet the hyenas first, and Sora asks how Simba is doing as the king. I don't know why he thinks that he would get a straight, fair answer from the hyenas.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's beaten them in battle, he assumes they're friends now, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's usually how that works. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they, they just laugh, and, you know, hyenas. Uh, they say that Simba is a fucking train wreck, and they're right. Yeah. You gotta hand it to him this time. Uh, they head to Pride Rock, and on the way, they see a ghost of Scar.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised to see this. Very strange stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess... I'm assuming the thinking here was, like... Well, Simba sees, like, a ghost of Mufasa. So, maybe in Lion King
1: world, ghosts are real. Maybe. Well, yeah. We've, I mean... I thought maybe there was something too that he turned. In, he apparently turned into a heartless before, so maybe his essence is around. I don't know. I was trying to figure something out. Yeah, I, this again. All the scar stuff in this game is
0: just such a weird anomaly. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of this, there is like a hundred scar ghosts, and they all combine to make a gigantic heartless. Yeah, I don't know. He's just he's got unprecedented amounts of darkness. It's true. He's very he's so
1: evil. He's just very very evil. Uh
0: they they meet a lioness who's not Nala and she says that Simba's really been struggling under the pressure of being the king and he has yet to take any action about these ghosts.
1: Th- yeah, this is a very strange contrivance what's going on with Simba here, but I guess whatever. We'll we'll get into it. It's kind of weird
0: because I I I think that this story is not bad. I think it's actually pretty good. I think it would work better if the ghosts weren't literally there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's 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 a little strange.
0: Here's a here's a little tweak that I think could have made it a lot better. What if Simba is seeing ghosts of Scar everywhere he turns and he's telling people, ah, there's there's ghosts, there's ghosts, there's ghosts. And they're like, no, Simba. No, it's just it's just all in your head. And it turns out that they are just, like, Scar-looking Heartlesses.
1: That would be better. I think that'd be a lot better.
0: And then it was like, he maybe he was projecting some of his insecurities onto these Heartlesses. And then it, then it makes sense, at least, that the Heartless... <laughs> that the ghosts are there at all. Instead of just literally being ghosts, which they are. Uh, they find Simba, and he's moping in his cave. And they... Uh, he he, like kind of yells at them. They're like, "Hey, you want to deal with the ghost epidemic?" And he's like, "Get out of my cave!" No, I'm sorry. I just I keep thinking about what Mufasa would have done. And Goofy says, "You need to be your own king. <laughs> Everyone will really support you." I love to lick boots. Yuck! Did you like the part where Pumbaa is doing the Hakuna Matata walk again?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah. I love seeing that without the music.
0: Not only is there no music, this time he's not even doing Hakuna Matata. He's literally just like, cheer up, your highness. And he's just like kind of doing the prancing
1: motion. <laughs> they, I guess they, it's more, of a, they more did, of a strut. That was actually the only walk animation they created for Pumbaa. <laughs> I honestly don't remember if we ever see him walking at any other point. You might be right. I might be.
0: Uh, Nala walks in, though, and she says, Simba... I'm counting on you, and so is our baby. He got her pregnant so fast.
1: Is this the only instance of implied sex in Kingdom Hearts? Uh, well, I think we cut it when you were talking about the Pride Lands world last time,
0: but this is the only instance of graphic on-screen sex.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) That's right, yeah.
0: That I had to cut because you were getting way too gross.
1: Yeah, sorry, everybody. Uh, there's actually usually about 30 minutes Sam has to cut of me being really gross. <laughs> and I don't find out till the episode comes out. I always think it's going to be in there. Where was my big rant
0: about lions
1: fucking? Yeah, before that, I was talking about uh, Ansem fucking. And... <laughs> Come on. The implications
0: of Donald being a half duck, half octopus. That's right. But... Uh, anyway, Simba, Simba says, okay, I will kill Ghost for you and baby. Uh, they go talk to Rafiki, who, he says that the Ghost is, uh, a being with no body created when the evil heart of Scar meets the hesitating heart of Simba. Uh, which I assume means that this Ghost really is just a Lion King world thing. Yeah, it must be. That's the laws of this world, don't overthink it. (laughs) Um, we would never... And uh, but Rafiki's like, "That's all I'm going to tell you, Simba. You're gonna have to figure the rest out for yourself. uh, they go to the elephant graveyard and they meet with the hyenas uh they beat up the hyenas again. Sora, the only thing he loves more than beating up children is beating up animals,
1: specifically big cats well, he's in he is a cat right now, so it's okay. <laughs> That's true. That's how it works. yep uh
0: and yeah, the hyenas kind of taunt Simba about how indecisive and shitty and scared he is, and uh, he runs away. Hey, you
1: know what? Fuck off. I'd be scared of a ghost, too, <laughs> especially of my evil uncle. Yeah, I'd be pretty scared. He killed my dad. He killed my dad. I killed him, and now he's back. It's scary. <laughs> Maybe he's haunted
0: by the memory of killing his uncle. Yeah. Come on. sucks. So, he had a lot of good times. Yeah. Scar taught him how to play chess. Yeah. I'm just
1: thinking of something an uncle might do. I mean, we saw scenes of him them hanging out a little bit, so yeah, probably did some fun stuff before Scar got evil. He let Simba ride on his motorcycle. <laughs> he gave Simba his first beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: So, they Go back to Pride Rock. That's right. Simba has run away. They don't know where he is. They go back to Pride Rock uh, and Simba's not there. And Rafiki says he must have gone somewhere to be alone with his thoughts. And Timon and Pumbaa say he probably went back to the Oasis. Then you have to run back to the Oasis. I think this was legitimate padding. Yeah, it feels like it. I wonder if maybe the elephant graveyard was too close to the Oasis. (laughs) They were like the world's too short if we don't make you go back to the pride to pride rock first. I don't know. Yeah, just let the world be short. That's fine. Uh Simba is like calling out to Mufasa. He's like, "Help me, Dad. Please. What do I do?" Uh but Scar's ghost appears and says, "Ah, you suck, Simba." It almost pushes him off the cliff.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's being a big baby about this ghost. Yeah, uh,
0: you really changed your tune since a minute ago, uh-huh.
1: huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm fickle. It's scary as hell. Get over it. Well, I'm. You know, I was mostly saying like, yeah, I would be scared of a ghost, but I don't want the hero of my story to be scared of a ghost. <laughs> True. Uh, Sora and friends arrive, and they they
0: they kind of do some tough love stuff to, here, where they're like yeah you know if if all you ever do is mope and feel like you're inferior of course you're going to be a worse king they they just start
1: bullying him really hard they're right though yeah uh
0: but then this is where they really go in on him because he's like yeah i know i know get out of here and they leave but they don't actually leave they hide behind a log and when the scar ghost reappears they start taunting him in like ghost voices where they're like Simba,
1: the hesitant king. Yeah, you you couldn't save your dad. That's <laughs> really bad stuff. Do- Donald goes. You have to. King Simba, the doubtful. And he gets real mad.
0: Yeah, he he attacks Scar's ghost, and they're like, "That was actually us." And he's like, "Thanks, guys. You really helped me see clearly." My father's closest advisor was the guy who tried to kill him and then did. But I'm so lucky. I've got all of you wonderful friends and everyone is rooting for me to succeed. Little does he know. His evil vizier, Sora. That's right. He's
1: got his eyes on the throne. Sora just can't wait to be king. That's right. Yeah. The the real lesson is that if your friend is being a stick in the mud, bully them until they they do what you want.
0: Well uh Timon runs in and says that there's now like a hundred ghosts attacking the Pride Lands. A bazillion is in danger.
1: (laughs) There's a bazillion ghosts of Scar haunting the Pride Lands, is the line actually. (laughs) Does he say a bazillion? Yes. Well, he's right.
0: They go back. This was kinda nuts that there's one of the ghosts like like menacingly approaching nala and pumba is like standing between them to protect her
1: yeah yeah pumba's being brave you got to assume the heat. if i'm nala i
0: think that maybe i would uh fancy my odds with the ghost a little bit better
1: but she's pregnant <laughs> yeah for like an hour yeah yeah, we got, you have to assume that Pumbaa did his uh, his fun walk over there to get in the way as well. <laughs> uh, but Simba, oh
0: my god, this was so weird because Simba returns to Pride Rock, and Sora, Donald, and Goofy are like dah, 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 presenting the Honorable King Simba, and they all like bow to him. Yeah. Well, this this game loves monarchy in general. Yeah, we, we do know that. It loves monarchy almost as much as it hates women.
1: <laughs> well, those those things go hand in hand. <laughs> I don't think Kingdom Hearts hates women. I think it just... It's ambivalent about them. <laughs>
0: I Okay, this is totally off topic. I have been posting in the Zero to Zero Discord server as I've been reading Fantastic Four comics, the original Stan Lee, Jack Kirby run. Yeah, it's good stuff. And there was an issue, I think it was like it's like issue ten or so, which begins with a a story about the Fantastic Four reading their fan mail. And this is this is real fan mail that Stan Lee was receiving for the comic. But the idea is that their their uh their mailman, Willie Lumpkin, gets all the real fan mail and gives it to them in a huge sack. And they read it. And they're like, oh, it looks like a lot of the fans want to know more about how we all met. And they do a little flashback. There there was another one where they're like, we redesigned the Fantasticar because too many of our fans wrote in to say that it looked like a flying bathtub. <laughs> but Sue, as they're going through the fan mail, Sue Storm, the invisible girl, she was called at the time, is like, oh, Reed." I've been receiving so much hate mail from our fans who say that I don't do anything. (laughs) And Reed and Ben, like, look through the mail and they find all these letters from fans that are like, The Invisible Girl doesn't do anything. (laughs) All she ever does is watch Helpless and turn invisible and, like, walk through crowds. And Reed and Ben, like, turn to the camera and they're like, You need to understand something. A woman contributes by keeping the morale of the team up. Oh, no. There are so many instances where if if Sue hadn't been there, who knows what would have
1: happened because we wouldn't have had something to protect. Oh, man. I was hoping it was going to be like, you're right. She's going to start doing more stuff, but I should have known better. well they also tried very pathetically to argue
0: that she had plenty to do they were like oh well there was the time that she like knocked the weapon out of that guy's hand or whatever but it was like 10 issues in they could think of two things that she had done and i think in like issue 20 was when they gave her force fields because they really were like man she really can't contribute much <laughs> that is that is no it's like it's not that he hates Nala, it's not that he hates Kairi, it's just that he thinks that they should be protected rather than having opportunities to do anything. Yeah.
1: Still sucks, though.
0: Oh yeah, it still sucks. It's really disappointing, and Kairi better do some good shit in Kingdom Hearts 4. We are all rooting for her to get something to do
1: in Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah, watch that it's not about any of them and they're all gone and you just got new characters. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, they no. wouldn't do that. They wouldn't
0: do that. You haven't seen the trailer. Or maybe you have. I don't know why you would have. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, so Tetsuya Nomura is writing on the same level as Stan Lee was in 1961, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> good. Good job. Also, the comics are pretty good. They're really stupid. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all of that being said, the ghosts f- fly together and become a giant heartless. Yep. I only got to see it for a split second, but there was a big heartless. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I don't remember if this fight is fun, but it's very Shadow of the Colossus. It's a huge beast in the plains, and there's an also huge, like, monkey riding on its back, and you have to, like, climb up it and fight the monkey. It's a really cool heartless. Yeah, it looked neat. Yeah, I don't remember if the fight is good. I feel like a lot of the time when Sora gets, like, transformed in, like, Atlantica or in Pride Lands... It it does kind of reduce his move set in a way that makes the combat not as fun, but right. the novelty is something. And I think that this is a very cool design.
1: Well, I think uh, they kill it. Yeah, I think this is like what's good about Harless is if you do something big and weird and strange and make the fight have a fun mechanic around it and you know yeah. versus just like a guy with a different kind of sword or something. <laughs>
0: yeah the super smash bros model right yeah that being said though the the one-on-one keyblade battles in these games they're so few and far between but they're always really really yeah
1: that's fair actually the best fight in a character action game is when you fight the guy that's kind of like you but better yeah yeah but the cool heartless are also cool
0: uh anyway uh they kill the giant heartless and they watch the Absolutely enormous heart fly away into the sky, and Sora's like, oh boy, that doesn't look good. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I I love this conflict though. It's 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 interesting because it's introduced so early before it's resolved. Like, Sora learns that all of these hearts are helping the organization create Kingdom Hearts. And then he has to fight, like, eight more giant Heartless bosses.
1: Yeah, that is good. I hadn't thought about that, but it, he's just like, uh, well, I guess we'll figure it out at some point, I hope. Yeah, because, I mean, that that's basically what Goofy tells him.
0: He's like, look, we can't just not save people from the Heartless. Yeah. We will defeat the Heartless. The organization will will feel like
1: it's good, but then we're going to beat the organization, too. I mean, it's sound logic, it's just it yeah. <laughs> can't feel good. <laughs>
0: uh, Rafiki tells them the Pride Lands will always remember the courage of King Simba and the ones who fought beside him. And we see a little oh, it's the, it's the tree in Rafiki's little cave where he's got this drawing of Sora, or <laughs> of Simba, but he adds on a Sora Donald and a Goofy. Right, I like that. That's cute, I like that a lot. Uh, and he, oh my God, this was ridiculous. When he's with Simba is like Sora. Do you think that your adventure will ever end? Will you ever be able to settle down and just come hang out and be a lion and retire for the rest of your life as a lion? And Sora says, "Well, I don't know. I hope that our adventure comes to an end, uh, but probably not the rest of that stuff." I mean, I and sh- then Rafiki just walks in and he's like, "The struggle will never end. That's the circle of life, baby." <laughs> Sora's like, "Yeah, sure. I'll be back when I take your throne." <laughs> but Rafiki just tells Sora that he's going to be at war with darkness for the rest of his life and
1: Sora's like that sucks yeah, I like, really
0: didn't need to hear that
1: thank you no yeah sorry you're you're going to be guts and berserk you must struggle <laughs> <laughs> never read it uh I like it but I don't recommend it to very many people
0: <laughs> I I want to read it at some point I just don't know what is a good way to do that? With my eyes, I guess. With your eyes, yeah. Uh, that's that. That's the end of this part. Yeah, it was all right. Well, it was... It was all right. It was badder than it was all right. Yeah. But that's it. Well, okay, There, there is a revisit of uh, Tron, but I... In a weird way, I don't really think of Space Paranoids as a Disney World in the same way as the others because it's, it is Ansem's operating system. Yeah, it's barely treated that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, we next time we will be going back to Space Paranoids. I think there's some more Hollow Bastion stuff. And I think we go back to Twilight Town one more time. Okay. And then I th- I think we'll be ending with a little bit of the world that never was. That is the plan for next time. And then after that, we're finishing Kingdom Hearts 2. Whoa. Exciting. Exciting. I don't know if I'm ready, but but <laughs> Well, you better get ready. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Uh, It's all, it's all, I I don't, I don't remember what happens in Space Paranoids Part 2, but I, I think that by and large, it's all going to be really good from here. So I'm very excited. Cool. Then we'll get to Birth by Sleep and I'll have to figure out how we're going to talk about the game where every cutscene repeats three times. Hmm. Well, do you know what Birth by Sleep is? Uh, vaguely, I think it is a prequel it takes place about 10 years before kingdom hearts one i think uh and it has three playable characters who are all like visiting the same worlds and like crossing paths at different times so any time that the three of them meet you do see that cutscene three times so i haven't really decided how we're gonna <laughs> handle that
1: stuff we'll talk about it three times um But we'll do it in an impression of the different character whose perspective it is. (laughs) We will copy and paste the same audio three times
0: of us talking about it. Oh, okay. That works. That works. Pat it out.
1: (laughs) Increase those listened minutes stats. Yeah, we need longer (laughs) podcasts every time, please. (laughs) People are always saying that. Yeah.
0: Uh that's it yeah this is what what do we just oh yeah this is
1: wish us duck yep what are we saying this week um we're gonna sing the entirety of circle of life in donald's voice oh i was gonna say what's beyond the leaf savvy (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good yeah Yeah, let's do that okay wow i can't do that at all (laughs) can't do that at all beautiful all right, I did it. I'll get okay. it in post, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, let me take a swing at it what, what's better for
1: That's much better, what's
0: better for
1: I found what a lot harder to do than I thought I would um what,
0: what's for what life life
1: for <laughs> anyway,
0: what's better?
1: that's good i think that was my best one that was good all right uh the job offers are rolling in from the various uh disney brands i've got so many good joke letters from them i can't even get out of my apartment (laughs) anymore that was another thing that happened in the comic (laughs) oh yeah look at
0: this buster we got a whole sack full of letters saying
1: good joke that's a really good yeah thing. They're probably talking about your face. Why you? And then Johnny Storm ignites them all, and they all go up in flames. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well this is a this is a good pivot to talking about other stuff that we're on. Sure, uh, D- Doctor Huh. We just watched the fiftieth anniversary special Day of the Doctor. Next episode, we are going to be watching the episode directly before that, The Name of the Doctor. I think I'm going to learn the Doctor's actual Christian name, so that'll be fun. That's so funny. Uh, but on Zero to Zero, we have started Blade Trinity, not good. And <sighs> we are going to be starting Fantfor stick which will probably be
1: really good. Yeah, what do you think the Venn diagram of uh, big Wesley Snipes fans and Ryan Reynolds fans are? What's that um, look like? val apparently oh okay interesting boo
0: <laughs> just kidding anyway um, i'll have i'll have a lot more to say about the fantastic four comics on zero to zero next week so <laughs> look, look for that okay great um yeah that's that yeah i don't know i haven't done f
1: plus in a minute but i'm sure i will
0: i'll let you know <laughs> i finally finally got around to listening to the apple episode oh yeah you know what was the worst part of it? What's the worst part? Never have I heard the word "munch" said so many times. Hmm.
1: It wasn't when I talked about the apple that was like an like a like a butthole for, and I just made that joke like five times in a row. As, no, as that like was a... really cool. That okay. was really
0: good, and I thought it I thought it was great. yeah. um no, I didn't like how the angry apple nerd uh he rated everything on a scale of munching. Yeah, it's not good either. <laughs> it's a good episode, though. Listen to the F plus Angry Apple Nerd episode. Yeah, please do. Uh, We're on co-host at Sounds About Light and Twitter at Sounds About Light. I'm on Twitter. Nope, I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. I'm on co-host at Achilles Heelys. We're on Noisespace.xyz, the podcast network where you can find podcasts such as <gasps> Fear Baiting's coming back. Oh. They're going to be talking about the movie Mithrigan. Oh, great. That's a fun one. Or is it Mithrigaforin? I actually don't remember. if the I, <laughs> I don't remember which letters are numbers. I think it's just Mithrigan. Mithrigan. They're going to be talking about Mithrigan. Look out for that. And look out for Mithrigan, because she'll get you. I haven't seen it, but... I assume that she gets you. Yeah, that's a good assumption. I assume that's the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah, that's a good guess. <laughs> uh and next time, good times ahead. Like we say at the end of every episode.
1: Good times ahead. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse.
0: Keyblade!
1: Keyboard. Keyboard. Stop moping and do something! I can't! Fine.
0: Let's go, Shara.
1: Yeah. Why stick around if he's not even gonna try? Come on, Goofy. (sighs) The Hesitant King will one day lose all his friends. King
0: Simba the Worried by a silly old ghost. Ooh, Simba, the do-nothing king. No! Try and stop me.
1: You did it! The ghost is gone! We knew you could do it! Hooray for Simba!